Welcome to the Film Look Podcast, where we try and achieve it one shot at a time. I'm one half the Film Look, Robert Carr. Also joined by the half the Film Look, Richard Scott. That is me. And we are also joined by the official, unofficial third member of the Film Look. He's back, Christian Foreman. Yay. So last week, um, you know, we, we had a bit of a falling out. Yeah, you know, we, you, we, we did we got, sack Christian. We got rid of you, but we thought, you know... <laughs> We actually got some good some people saying they would become the third official unofficial member. Yeah, JJ us? was straight in there. He was yeah. going to jump in your seat, there Christian. A, there was a and of um, Chris as well. He said his name was similar. Yeah, not yeah. spelled with a K. Yeah, and Singleman they're, they're, though he was called. So. <laughs> yeah, so Singleman Foreman. You know, so kind of the reason same. Reason that he's single. <laughs> jump whoa, in my chair. Whoa, all right. Back off, Chris. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you might not be. Oh, my. But no, you're back. Um, so you're ready for this week's film facts. I am, yeah. Okay, do you um, you know the character of Darth Vader? Darth Vader? Who's he? Heard heard of him? So he's quite a, you know, he's a big, well, he's probably the biggest villain in movie history ever. Like, you know, he is the one of the ones I always think When my nephew was three years old, he saw a Lego Darth Vader, like life-size one, and he started crying and ran away. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's... He's, he's a scary dude. Yeah, he's a, he's a pretty scary dude. But did you know in the original Star Wars film, he was only acting it for 12 minutes of the entire film? Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. 12, Is he? 12 minutes. So when you think I thought about, about the lightsaber battle, it took about 12 minutes. No, but if you think of, you only see him in, for like minutes at a time. Yeah. You know, you, you see Luke and Han and everyone a lot more and he's just, and that's probably good because... That's, it shows how much of a presence he has though as a character yeah. if they, you assume that he's in more than I, he is. Like, I would have liked to have known when people originally saw this because when I originally saw this and I was a kid, I didn't really know what was going on. I watched the second one and the third one then I went back and watched the first one and now you know all of the characters and you know how much of a, you know, a bad guy he is. But when it's first come out, people just like, who was that guy with a with a black mask on and the cape? Yeah. Was he all him, him about? He wasn't in it very much. Was he scary when, you know, if you went back and watched this for the first time again, would he be as scary if you didn't know anything about it? So, so yeah, 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Very that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's that's a fact for the day. No, that was really good. I liked good, it. Good fact. Cool. Well I'm, run, I'm running out of them, so they're going to get You're worse. running out of facts. No, some of, them are, <laughs> some of them are just like, oh, well, that doesn't... No He's got a link that. bookmarked on the oh, well, we'll get a new Google link. Chrome. Get a new yeah. link. Yeah, so I'll I'll, uh, I'll keep searching for some more good ones, I will. So, uh, Christian, let us know what's happening on this week's podcast. So, coming up on this week's podcast, we have news and views where we'll be discussing the HDMI 2.1, isn't it? Yeah, yep. it's, it, you know what, it's a bit boring, but I'm going to mention it. So. All right, look forward to that boring news and views. And then after that, we've got a new tiny microphone we're going to be talking about, and then for the Thunderstorm at 1000 FPS. And then, and you haven't seen that, we'll be figuring out how Annie Hall achieved the film look by dissecting its filmmaking properties. And then, unfortunately, we don't have any questions this week. Um, bloody JJ and Max and the single man. And who else? Greg and Greg. Nate. Come on, step up your game, guys. Send in questions. <laughs> so we'll just be chatting about something, probably what we're doing at the moment, right? Yep. yep. And then throughout the podcast, Rob and Rich will be competing in a filmmaking trivia challenge. They didn't get to do it last week because I was sacked. So I'm back, <laughs> back in full force with a brand new So trivia. better be good. Because you we, know, we've had some applicants for your We made seat, you so. redundant. Yeah. So you're in their, a new role. Their puns won't be as good as mine. <laughs> right. And then, and then 
Well, after that, that'll be it after that. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, you can find us on Twitter at Filmlook. And if you're listening to the podcast via iTunes, please go and give us a rating over there. It really helps us. We reach a wider audience. And if you didn't know, we also have a YouTube channel called The Film Look, where we make videos every Tuesday and Sunday about all things filmmaking. And, and you can see behind the scenes content over on our Facebook and Instagram. All links in the show notes below. I think all of the usernames are mm-hmm. The Film Look. Yeah, and like Christian said, we will be speaking about some of the stuff that's coming out on the channel in the next couple of months later on in the podcast. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. News, news and views. <laughs> news and views. <laughs> so news and views this week starts with, like I said, it's a bit of a boring one, but I'm going to mention Yay! it everywhere. So, you know, H- <laughs> HDMI. HDMI, yeah. The thing is, right, we all use HDMI, right? It's very important. You know, you wouldn't be watching... The cable. Yeah, the cable. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be watching your HD stuff on your TV. You know, we wouldn't be linking it up to our HD monitors. But they've just released HDMI 2.1. Get it. Out. Get it. See, I don't remember when they did 2.0. Yeah, I didn't realize this was a thing, but I thought, you know, some people might find this interesting. So, um 2.0 did 18 megabits per second. Um, 2.1 does 48 megabits oh, per brilliant. second. Oh, like it's got to be gigab- gigabits per second, surely. GB, G- G- gigabits yeah, per second. gigabits per second. Yeah. But it can also support 10K. So, oh, you brilliant. know... 10K resolution. 10K resolution. Ooh. You're laughing about this, Christian, but at the current <laughs> moment, big. TVs, there are 8K TVs and there's 8K recording out there and people are like, how far can this go? Well, HDMI are future-proofing it and going, you know what? It's going to go to 10K. So they're getting in there early and they've released this. So Legends. Legends. Yeah, they are, man. They'll see HDMI. The <laughs> thing is, right, I don't know who, like, HDMI is you can get them from anywhere, but does, who owns it? Like, is it... It's H- called, I think he's called Mr. HDMI. HDMI yeah. Yeah. He's called uh, Henry... Harry Dodds <laughs> Michael Indigo. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't think of a name beginning with I. Yeah. Ian. Ian. <laughs> oh. That's not a last name, though, is it? Indigo could be. In- Indigo could be a last name. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah so who owns USB? Um, because I know like like Uncle. SanDisk owns the SD card, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, Who owns? I'll do USB because USB. Let's like this IBM. Is, <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Fact. IBM owns USB. So fact. who owns hey, H- HDMI? S- fun fact. <laughs> Richard's fun fact of the day. Uh, who owns HDMI? HDMI licensing LLC was founded by Hitachi, Panasonic, Philips, Silicon Imaging, Sony, ah, <laughs> Toshiba. Basically, all of them were like, you know what? We need to come up with something together. Yeah. Should we the, do this? Yeah. All right, let's do this. This is a free podcast and they're getting all this information for free. I know, like... Bloody hell. So, lucky, you know, lucky listeners. A lot of people will need... thing is, a lot of... We're laughing about... <laughs> yeah, that's people, cl- well, so, now so, we know. Some people have been, you know, the shooting near Kia, but yeah. they, they can't view it. So, because they haven't had a cable, that's, like, can do it. But some people are like, oh, finally, like, the the new HDMI cables come out, 2.1. Yeah. yeah. So some people actually do care about this and we take the mic. And if we were in this situation, <laughs> we'd be like, It's oh, like Christmas day for them. Yeah, it? it is. So we shouldn't no, really take cool. the mic. So, yeah. All so, right. Talk about the tiny microphone. Right. Tiny, tiny <laughs> mic. Actually, this is a news and a views to him on Ooh. for you today. Um, so Caleb Pike, who runs DSLR Video Shooter, who we mention pretty much every week, he finds these um, amazing, well, he just searches Amazon and finds loads of new camera equipment. And he's found this tiny little microphone, um, which is $40. Just on the floor. Just found it. Yeah, he just found it. Just, <laughs> just found it on the floor. He was out there walking his dog, and it was just there. And it was $40, which is around £30. And it's very similar to the Rode Video Mic 
micro, um, which is a tiny little microphone, um, size of a little, um, like a little torch, like a couple of inches big, and it's it he's, he's tested it against this Rode one, and the, the Rode one is a little bit more expensive by by about 15, 20 pounds, and it's better in a way. He's yeah, he says it. it's more sensitive. More sensitive, and it's um, it's a little bit thicker, but it's more sensitive. Little, little, oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Little the size and the weight, you know, very similar. Um, and it's just amazing that this company's brought out this tiny little microphone, and it's it, you know it's used for perfect for vloggers and things like that because you don't have this big microphone on top of your camera. Um, you know, and we were wondering um, what could be the uses of this microphone. So we thought about different scenes we could maybe apply the microphone to. So in a car. So getting a microphone in a car and recording clean dialogue is very difficult because you can't exactly put a sound guy in the back because you're probably going to see him. You can yeah, do- and if they're speaking forward. Yep. And you can put clip mics on, but sometimes that's a little bit difficult to do because you've got to put it under the person's clothes. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can clip it onto the... Try uh, getting a clip mic for £43. Yeah, exactly. A wireless one. Yeah. You know? um, so this... this this well, this can actually hook up to the the road any well any wireless system, but the road um, link link um, yeah. system. So we're thinking about how can we use this in certain situations for filmmaking. So we've kind of come up with an idea which we might do next year. Yeah, it seems cool. Seems yeah. like a good mic, especially for forty dollars. Like. Yeah, it it's 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 not and worth it's thinking like, about. Like he says, it's more sensitive than the the flagship micro shocker mic as well, which is the video micro, which yeah. is good because. Sometimes you need those extra decibels. Yeah. So, um, like, all these links will be in the show notes below. And, and just go and watch his video because he explains it in detail. And he does a few tests. And for 30 quid, if you're looking for a microphone... It's a brilliant first mic, isn't yeah, it? Class. Yeah, class. Right. Um, the next view, um, you know, thunderstorms. You ever, ever wanted to watch one in slow motion? Yes. Yes. Well, now you can. Um, yeah. There's a couple of filmmakers that's gone out and filmed thunderstorms at a thousand frames per second so you can watch that with the new hdmi cable yeah you can you, you know what you probably well <laughs> we can only watch in 4k it was shot on the phantom flex 4k camera and uh, for people who don't know the phantom cameras shoot in high very high frame rate so if you're watching your tv through your hdmi cable you're probably watching it via 24 frames per second in the uk 30 in in america um this does the higher the frame rate the slower you can slow the footage down. So this is a thousand frames per second. Um, they drove over twenty thousand miles over thirty days, chasing storms in Arizona and the, obviously the Great Plains in America, chasing all these storms. And you know what? It is unbelievable. Um, we were watching. Um, couple- yeah, there are people like that, and there's storm chasers. That was storm chasers. Yeah, no, and it's a TV show about it. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've never seen it. But it's I called Storm Chasers. <laughs> yeah. I think I it's mean, a film as well. Yeah, what's it called? Storm, storm chasers. chasers. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in, in this, the thousand frames a second, you know, you, you're watching this lightning strike, which is normally obviously just a flash, but you're seeing the, the, the different directions it goes in and sometimes it lasts longer, sometimes it's shorter and it's just, and the way they've edited the video as well, you can tell these are really, the filmmakers and not videographers, we've been watching certain travel videos recently and we're not very impressed with them because it's just like shoot the camera and it's difficult to make some places look bad. And, you know, we, we're like, well, no, try and tell a story of, you know, location places and things like that. But with this, yes, it's just storms, but it looks amazing. Um, so if you want to check that out, it is on Vimeo and you can go and watch it from the show notes below. Um, that's the end of News and Views. News and Views. Na, na, na. News and Views. Na, na, na. Okay, got trivia. Get it. Bringing back an old favourite this week. <gasps> Trailer Swift. Now, it is. Top of the props. It's the, I'm going to play the jingle. 
Oh, might be a bit loud. Out. Might oh. be a bit loud. Okay. Tim in the rear that. Yeah. What was this one again, Christian? Terminator. Can you hear me singing trivia in the background? Trivia. It's enough. Is it? I'll uh, yeah, I'll I'll turn that so off. What, what was this one about again? I can't remember. Um, it's, it's Terminator. It was. It's so narration. Can you guess the narration from the film? Basically. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, so, for example, one of them was Star by Me, and it was, I was 12 years old when something okay, happened right. for the yeah, first yeah, time I nice, saw a dead nice, body. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. There you go. Thanks for introducing that, Richard. Point to Richard. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the scores, anyway? I don't know anyone. I think it's 3-3. Three, three, yeah. Three, three. Three. yeah. So, I'll go straight in. I've got, I've got six here, so we're going to do two around. Mm-hmm. Actually, I've got seven in case there's a tiebreaker. Um, and all I want you to do is name the film. Okay. Here's the first one. I can. You might want to move. We're Red and Link, and we wanted to show you how we created that's, our amazing new Red Link advert. Wink, wink. We know that. One yellow rub. Sponsored by Wix. <laughs> Wix if, if Wix want to sponsor <laughs> this episode, <laughs> uh, we are open to sponsorship. Sorry about that. Hey, my man. It's chaos in my computer at the minute. Do you want to do that one? Or should we start that bit again? <laughs> right. Are you past the past yeah, the past advert? The thing, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here is number one. Now this here story I'm about to unfold took place back in the early 90s. Just about the time of our conflict with Saddam and the Iraqis. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man, I won't say a hero, because what's a hero? But sometimes I want to say the, the Big Lebowski, but I don't think it is. It is the Big Lebowski. Is it? Oh, oh man. I, yeah, I haven't seen that, but it sounds like uh, John Goodman, because it is John Goodman. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. This is the opening narration. I don't like the Big Lebowski. And I'm talking about the dude here. There you go. Yeah, so you would have got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never, I've never seen it, but it, I was like John Goodman that time, yeah. I've never seen it. You, you don't like it, be, do you? I don't like it. That should definitely be on the list, because it's... No. I, I like it's it. It's poo. It's poo. It's like yeah. everyone likes the Big Lebowski. It's like a huge cult classic. Yeah, and I don't know why. Well, let's talk about it. Yeah, the, let's watch it on the podcast. <sighs> can't bother, can, we, can, we, can we watch it like in a year's time? Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. that's true. All right. All right, so you got that, Rob. One nil to you. Um, number two. When you love someone, you've got to trust them. There's no other way. A casino? Give them the key to everything it is casino. Nice. I've never seen that Otherwise, film. What's the point? I was just like, well, it's Robin De Niro, but it's not Goodfellas, which you've just watched, because I don't think you do that. And then I believed casinos yeah. the kind of love I had. Yeah. Sorry. It's very good casino. I mean, it's a typical Robert De Niro gangster film, but it's it's good. Yeah, well done. Casino. Big Lebowski. Two nil to Rob. Have you seen either of, either of those? Uh, well, you've seen. Big I've Lebowski. seen Casino, and you've seen Big Lebowski. So between I, you, you, I don't like the Big Lebowski. I think it's because it's it's one of those films that's like, it's full of like obviously obviously like pop culture references. And when you haven't seen the film, but you've heard all these references, and then you watch the film, it's kind of just drilled into you, and it's not very good. Okay. Uh, that and I just think it's really overrated. Like it's it's passable. It's all right. I don't understand why people are so obsessed with it. Okay. I, I like it. I don't think it has the film look. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about it at some point. Yeah, but in, definitely not this year and possibly not even next year. 
All right, so that was round one of Terminator. Moving on to this week's film, and you haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. And we're going to be talking about Annie Hall. So Annie Hall is a 1977 American romantic comedy directed by Woody Allen. I think he wrote it as well with the help of Marshall Brickman. It stars Woody Allen as well as a character called Alvy Singer. And he's a New York stand-up comic. And it's all about him trying to figure out the reasons for his failed relationship with Annie Hall, who's played by Diane Keaton. Um... I've seen this before. It's one of my favorite films. I think Rob's seen this before. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, it's my Richard, first time. It's your first time. Yeah. yeah. Do let's start with you, Richard. Richard, what we should go think? awards first. We normally do awards. Do we? Yeah. So oh, it won. It won. I haven't got this down, but it won. It won, an Oscar. Four, it won best, four Oscars. Do you want to guess? I know it won Best Picture. Best Picture in '77. Yep. It won over controversially Star Wars. Yep. Was nominated that year. Mm-hmm. And then it won, do you want to guess anything else? Well, I can see it here. All right, okay. <laughs> Christian, do you want to guess? Uh, uh, best Actress. Best Actress. Best, best Actress, Diane Keaton. Yes. Um, best um, Best Director and Best Screenplay. Oh, nice. Right, it cleaned up. That's yeah. like the best ones. Yeah, they're the best ones. But um, interestingly, I would think this film wouldn't even touch the Oscars. It wouldn't even get nominated, I don't think, uh, if it was released now. No. These types of kind of small comedies um, going up against things like Star Wars, they're not going to win, are they? Well, Star Wars wouldn't get nominated for Best Picture, though, when you think about it. Yeah. Big blockbusters like that. And you, you, th- you think they should because they are quite as entertaining. Like, um, I mean, I'm going off in tangent, but superhero films don't. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes you maybe think... Is that should. because of the multitude of superhero films now? Like, there's too many of them? Yeah, probably. I guess there weren't as many sci-fi movies and, back yeah. then. And I also think the Oscars in particular are quite quite snobbish. And, yeah. and they I mean, there's no best comedy <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Section. They favour the kind of heavy drama films for no yeah. particular reason. I don't know why. There just seems... Um, that they like the more earnest film. And if you don't bring it out between the certain window yeah. of Oscar window, you don't it's, get it's nominated. Com- it's completely so it, arbitrary. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Anyway, let's get back on to Annie Hall. <laughs> so yeah, one for for um, Oscars. Um, I can tell you, I can talk about it for a bit if you want. Yeah. So the reason I chose this because Woody Allen is probably my favourite filmmaker. Um, he was the first person that I saw um, that kind of combined humour with real issues. And it kind of... The first time I watched Annie Hall, when I was about 17, um, it was a time when I kind of stopped watching films for fun and started seeing them as pieces of art. And I think it was Woody Allen that started making me think that way, rather than like a bit of entertainment that kind of fills two hours of your day. Hmm. Um, It's a thing that you should watch and appreciate and study and um, and enjoy in a kind of... uh, not in an academic way, but in a in a more mm. cerebral way. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the reason I like it, Woody Allen. And then as soon as I watched Annie Hall, I kind of went on and watched like all of his films. Yeah, he's done quite a lot. He's done one a year since this like late sixties, I think, or yeah. early early seventies. Yeah, which is he's a very very prolific filmmaker, yeah. um, which just has to be um, admired in itself. Just mm-hmm. you mean you can say what you want about his films, but the fact that he's churning like a feature film out every single year. Mm-hmm. Writing, directing, starring in a majority of them is like insanely a good work ethic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say about 80% of them are poop. 
but um, <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> but there's always something and I still watch them and I don't understand why because I feel like there's always something and even in the poopy ones mm-hmm. that is good like there's because he's just one of those filmmakers that just throws everything at the wall mm-hmm. and, and something something sticks something doesn't and he's just not afraid to do it though like some people might be a bit more precious about what they put out mm-hmm. um, and I think there's merit in not being that precious and just kind of going oh, I've got this idea let's just do it mm-hmm. and and he doesn't even in the poopy ones he doesn't really seem to like linger on it he just kind of gets on with the next one yeah anyway that's my thoughts on on any hole there uh on, on Woody Allen uh, I really didn't like this film <laughs> okay <laughs> um why not I don't I don't know I feel like this film was completely wasted on me uh I guess I didn't like any of the characters. He was annoying. Yeah, he, yeah you're not supposed he, to. They're all middle class. She's angsty, annoying. Narcissistic. They're all... So I had no link with any of them. There was nothing really going on that I was interested in. Right. The only bits that I liked were the flashbacks with like him underneath the roller coaster and stuff. I thought that was cool. But you get that in like an episode of Everybody Hates Chris. <laughs> um, heavily heavily in- influenced by Well, Woody yeah, Allen. I, I appreciate that for it. But as, yeah. a, as watching a film in 2017, nah. I, I, the fact that this lost out to Star Wars is just unbelievable. Like we're talking <laughs> about one, Star Wars yeah, this here. One, one, Whether people yeah. like Star Wars or not, it's... It's objectively a great film. Yeah, so is this. It's for different reasons. Um, I think... I, I don't, I'm, maybe I'm just missing something. I just didn't think it was very entertaining. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I really think I really want to like this, but I no, can't... No, so do I. When I started like, watching I, this, I was like, oh, yeah, I this is going to be so good. To be honest, I didn't think you would like it. Like, yeah. I, like, I assumed you would come in and say that. I think, I think it's a... F- piece of filmmaking techniques that he puts into it so the way he does tell the he does tell the story i think that's more interesting than the actual story itself i think the the kind of the flashbacks like rich said earlier i think they work perfectly especially when they're walking through past scenes when they're they're going through her ex-boyfriends and then they're talking about the guy when it's split screen and they're talking about the guy who uh who was the actor i love that i think that's a really good way of doing the flashback scene because normally it's just a flashback but they're actually interacting with them and it, I like the one where it's with his mate who lives in um, LA and he's back in New York and the, they're in his old uh, Woody um, Alfie Singer's apartment when he was a kid and the old woman's there and they're like having a conversation with her but she's obviously in the past and things like that I thought that was great it's a great piece of filmmaking technique but like you said Rich I just I can't I just don't like him I, I can't stand him. It's he's the not, character. He's not meant to be liked, though. Yeah, but I don't. <clears throat> it's the case of who, who, who do you like in it? It's like you don't love to hate him. Like that, he's not that type of character, is he? He's, you just, you just dislike him. And I think, yeah, I honestly think the filmmaking techniques are better than the actual story of this film. So okay, I feel, I feel like the he tried to push a lot of very shallow messages. Like, oh, he's thought of something in his head that he thinks sounds really cool. I'm going to put that into a film. And he's done that five times throughout the film. And I don't think he's got a core message inside this movie. And then it isn't sugar-coated by entertainment and a a nice actual film. It's just like, it's kind of like 
I don't think he should have made this into a movie. I feel like he's picked the wrong medium to get his message across, and really, he should have just wrote something in a in a newspaper. So, well, sorry, you, Christian, you, we're like you, we're like bashing on it, your favorite fine. film. No, it's fine. I, I was expecting. You're gonna it. you're really gonna have to convince us. No, I don't that really. I don't really film. want to. I just I can talk about why I like it, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. you can. But it's interesting that you said that. It doesn't feel like it has a core message because it's one of those films that was completely changed in the edit suite. Um, it wasn't originally wrote as a rom-com like a romance it was meant to be a, about this guy that was dealing with his anxiety and his neurosis mm-hmm. um, and he was kind of going through all his past girlfriends and Annie Hall just happened to be one of them mm-hmm. in one of the scenes and then when they kind of saw this end result they kind of just wasn't working mm-hmm. so he got this editor in and like um, I don't know if you noticed that the editor was top billion at the end which is not normally oh, the case. Right, okay. So he just can completely rejig this. Yeah. They had, tw- I think they had about an extra 12 days in their budget for reshoots. And so they went out and got more scenes with Annie Hall in it. And then they made it around. Ah, right, about um, her. About her rather than about him. So was it called Annie Hall at Obviously that point? Obviously not at the time. Not no. at the time. That's interesting. So, yeah. I mean, like I says, I think. Although the character of Annie Hall was prominent in it. Yeah. Um, and I think she was. The character itself was written and things like that, yeah. but I just don't think she had as much screen time as um, the final the final yeah. cut um, showed. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, we'll get into that edit in later on, but I really liked the edit of this. I think it. Yeah. it, it oh, I liked it. how it 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 did, you know, start late, really, yeah, really yeah. well, and it's backwards, forwards constantly. And, it, and the, the the last line of each scene coincides with the start of the yeah. next one, so it it gives you a nice little. Uh, tail and point that, that filmmaking jumping into the yeah, next that bit. filmmaking technique is something everyone should learn yeah. because you can put that into any film if you really want to even just like a GNL cut is kind yeah. of similar to that and yeah. this is taking it to that little bit of extreme but you can it's a really clear example of that so. Christian see if you can bring your mic up a bit Oh, You're speaking not, over the top of your mic rather than oh. into the mic yeah. you just probably just need a twist it was twisted I think it's went down can you hear me? Right? Oh, you that's better. Me? Oh, there we Sorry. go. <laughs> was I okay before? Yeah, that's all right. All right, uh, so... Should we start off with character development then? Yeah, so characters, you've got... Oh, that is back. I can hear myself now. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Character development. Let's talk about that. So you got the main guy, Woody Allen. Um, you may as well just call him Woody Allen because he isn't playing himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it it kind of looks like Rob. It does, doesn't he? I did get a comment um, on our YouTube channel. That You're I a ginger like Woody Allen. Woody Allen. You, and know, you know what? Is that a compliment? Don't the, know. The way he dresses in this is probably, if, if I can start dressing like that when I'm a little bit old, I'll, I'll be happy. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You're nothing like him though. Oh, that's good. Th- and that's a massive compliment. Right. Well, thanks. <laughs> um... I, well, obviously, I mean, I, I didn't really like the characters, um, so you'll have to convince us that there was oh. some character development in this. The thing is, with him, I don't think there was. I, do, I, I think he's just, from beginning to end, he is the same type of person. Because, um, you know, he's had. you find out he's had two wives and he tries to bring Annie Hall back and he, he doesn't learn, I maybe, don't think. Maybe it was my suspension of disbelief because I wouldn't have believed that any of the girlfriends that he had he would be able to get because he was such a, like, a just an arrogant person. I feel yeah, like whenever they're, they're, he goes on his little like rants and stuff, I feel like the girl would just be like, "Who's this like?" and just leave him. Um, well, that's his th- that's his charm, isn't it? In all of his films, he's meant to be this New York intellectual, and that's how he gets all the girls, uh, all the women that he does. Um, but I think what was interesting about this, I mean, you hear Diane Keaton say throughout that um, she thinks that she's not good enough for him because she's not as smart as him. She's running the same circles. She's a bit ditzy, um, and that's always her anxieties throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that he feels the same but for completely different reasons mm. but um i think the, the um what woody allen kind of always does in his films is he makes 
the kind of the women smarter than him mm-hmm. or like um yeah she makes smarter decisions like yeah. she has a big arc doesn't she oh like, yeah she, well yeah. she goes yeah. from you know can't go out and can't sing and then she does and then she goes yeah so at the end, the end, at the end so. of the film she's kind of ha- in a happier place she's singing and there's, there's yeah there's a clear arc there whereas um i'll be singer um has kind of just is the constant nervous his stuttering well, i think i think through but yeah. he, he kind of outwardly seems that he's the one that's together but in actual fact it's he's not well which yeah. is kind of when he says he's been in therapy for 15 years kind of tells the whole story that he yeah. will not change in this film it's kind of early on you're like well if he's been in therapy for that long over an hour and a half film he's not going to change at all is he so and i always i think you have to remember as well this isn't a drama this is a comedy woody allen is a genius i think that's co- another genius comic i didn't find this film funny really that's nah, hilarious not at all I did, there wasn't not a moment in this film that oh, made man, us laugh. So funny. Nothing. I see when I, when I read romantic comedy, I was like, well, I suppose it's kind of romantic, but it's not it's, a comedy. It is a. I, well, I laughed. I I think it's I started like reading IMDb and it talked about all these like moments that are supposed to be really funny, and I went, what? They're not funny. Nothing in this film's <laughs> funny. There was a lot of really nice filmmaking techniques in this film, but it's not funny and it's not really romantic either. Yeah. Well, a rom-com doesn't have to be romantic, does it? Yeah, that's true. It's one of those films that doesn't end with the woman. woman, No, but like romance between two people and chemistry on screen, I don't think there was any of that either. Well, they ended up dating these two in real life, Woody Allen and Diane Keaton. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, for for a while. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I mean... I, do, I honestly don't. I, this is the second time I've watched it. I, I, I don't know if I liked it more the first time or the second time. And it's, it's just a bit. I don't know what this is. And I think it's. You go into it and you go. People say this is Woody Allen's best film. You said this early to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm just expecting so much. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting. I'm, I'm, I'm just disappointed. I got shut yeah. down by it. Woody yeah. Allen hated this film. He wanted it not to be released. Is that because it was someone changed? Yeah, well, I think he hated this and he hated Manhattan, which is apparently one of his uh, best films as well. Okay. Like, to a point where, with Manhattan, he wanted to... He made the film and he begged the studio, please don't release this. Oh, like, right. I don't want this okay. film to be out in the public. So what does he say about it now? Because obviously... <clears throat> no, he still hates it. Still hates it. But I think it's still... because it's because of, like, the artist's um, kind of... The way an artist thinks. Because I think what he wanted the film to be Mm-hmm. is completely different than what it actually is so that gap between his expectations and the result is so big that he can't help but see that gap rather than the actual film itself okay. i would, I would yeah. say yeah okay. um, i don't know he hasn't said that i'm just reading into that yeah no no hey, yeah <laughs> so what about the uh the direction the execution so i suppose a lot of that's changed from his original yeah original idea you got like he says the the top line guy on the credits was the editor which is very young and they had to do a lot of reshoot so I, this is not the film he wanted no in the structure maybe some of the story i'm glad they did bring a bit more of annie hall in because i can't imagine this without what what is it without her it's just yeah. following him around and being a bit of a knob to all these women what, so. what, what Ian does really well i think is he 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 writes really good women um characters yeah female characters yeah i mean i i did i did like her a little uh more than him um just because of her arc and but i prefer when she started to see her ways and go oh, i don't want i did like the direction in this film yeah i liked i liked the way it was paced and i like the fact that the shots were just sort of one shot scenes the whole time and they they just sort of panned around 
Yeah, and a lot the, of one they weren't, they weren't over. Yeah, overshot. Yeah, and like, I liked how it was just these elongated conversations with people, and I liked the fact that it was like split screen and fourth wall breaking and all that. And so, and, in terms of the dire- direction, it was really good. It was that underlining message that was lost on me and what's actually good about this is there's generally you know because these are long dialogue scenes but there's always someone doing something in the scene yeah. so Woody Allen's always he's looking around for another book or something and there's a portly book somewhere and he's tra- yeah. and but that's half half in the conversation as well um, and then you know someone's always doing something which in a conversation we watch a lot of short yeah, films yeah like in terms um, of like thinking about it in that way we've watched a lot of a lot of short films from people sending uh, us them and a lot of the times it's easier to just have two people sit down and talk about what they're going to do. And at no point in this film are they trying to tell the story through the dialogue. Yeah, It's more through their actions and personas and- on screen. So in that way, yeah, it was, it's, it's well directed. Uh, and with um, the choices of, you know, when there's a scene where Annie Hall gets in the taxi and he's still trying to, he's still having the conversation in his head. And obviously you can't, you could just have a voiceover and talking about, you know about about Annie Hall, but he asks random people in the street that just like pay attention to him, which doesn't happen in real life. Yeah, and he tells the story via that way because he's still having the conversation with about Annie when she's gone, and I love that about it. I thought you know that technique of getting those other people broken breaking the fourth wall, it works. Yeah, and for seventy seven. I imagine that was one of the first times he did this, or someone did this. So I think that some 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 of the thing is. I think this is a film where, where you you really can watch and go. Filmmaking techniques, amazing story. You can probably get something else out of it. So well, it's weird. Like there's such a stark contrast because I think this is a well directed film but a poorly written film. Okay. Like maybe not in terms of the screenplay written, but in terms of the storyline and the and the plot points. Yeah. Because no, nothing really happens. Maybe I just need things to happen. I think it's genius writing. Nothing happens. I. I Things do happen, and I don't understand what you mean by there's no take, like there's no call theme. I think there's like so many themes in this. Well, maybe um, that's it then. Maybe it's too saturated that I can't point to one. Yeah. Or two. Well, I suppose the main theme is love, isn't it? And anxiety and death and existentialism and religion. Like he picks up a lot of things throughout the whole uh, film. Uh Um, Maybe you're right. Maybe it's oversaturated. I think when you say all of these things, when I think back, well, yeah, I can identify them. Maybe I'm just so disgusted by the character on screen. Yeah. And I, he's so unlikable that, you know, when you don't like someone, and even if they're right about something, well, that, you choose to just well, that's not why believe probably them. Didn't like, that's probably why I didn't laugh, because you don't laugh at someone you don't like. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. that's exactly it, right? Yeah, so what, what I'll need to do, someone will need to... What they could do is uh, Rob could put his head... I'll what I'll, I'll do. I'll, I'll <laughs> redo the, the lines. No, I'll I'll get the film and I'll track my face. Yeah, yeah. To his, and uh-huh. then yeah, that'll do it. I'll do well, that. you won't even have to track your face because you look quite like him. You oh. just need to gingerize <laughs> the hair and then redo the voice. Okay, right. And call it like Annie Hal. Annie Hal. Annie Hal. Can Can he last? Can he last? Yeah. Okay, right. Let's go into cinematography because um, it looked good. I think it was shot well. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I, I don't have kind of. Anything else to say about that? <laughs> no, I was just going to say there's a lot of, we've mentioned before, but a lot of long shots, wide shots. Yep. Um, I like how he just kind of sticks the camera on the floor and just lets people work in front of it. Like yep. people aren't distracted by the fast cutting, the movement of the cameras. He's just like, I like, I really like that shot where he's on the, uh, him and 
his mate, I forgot his name, um, are walking up the street. Oh, and it's and ma- he's, he's he's miles, miles away. Yeah, I love, that. Like, love it, that. It takes them about a couple of minutes to catch up with the mm-hmm. camera. And then yeah. as soon as they catch up with the camera, it kind of starts, starts moving up with them. and starts moving with them. But you yeah. can hear them all the way through. I thought that was so so clever, so um, interesting to watch. Yeah. And because you're not, you're, all you're focusing on is the words. You're just yeah. like, yeah. You, there's nothing else to distract you. Because normally that would but, be a steady cam shot of yeah. if them walking towards the camera. And little fact for you, steady, obviously steady cam shot was first used in... Rocky. Rocky. Was it? And then uh, the Invented Shine- by a dentist. And The Shining at a similar time. And that was 1976. So, you know, the technology was still very new then. Yeah. But I love just... what We, we talk about this quite often. Um, you know, a static shot is sometimes better than the fancy ones of a steady camera and anything. And that's a static shot. Yeah, it's kind of like... Once you start looking at the shots and going, ooh, ooh, look at that shot. Yeah. Ooh, that's fancy. You're no longer thinking about the film anymore. And the film is above the shots and it always needs to be. And if you if your shots are more fancy than your film, then you need to start thinking yeah. more about the core yeah. elements in yeah. it. And, and this is like, the film is way above the shots because the shots, when you think about it, are in quite mediocre, really. Like you say, the, the, the tripod's just... Chuck down there, yeah. and then they, they just, just hit walk, record and they just pan around. Yeah. Or they but just it totally works. Camera, yeah. 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 It and fits a, the purpose. And a lot of people I think need to, you know, if you can't get access to if you're making short films and you can't get access to a steady cam and all of this fancy equipment, literally just put the tripod down and get a nice composition. Like that's all you need, and yeah. then let 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 the characters do the work, then walking towards the camera. Because you forget it, I'm like, okay, what am I looking at? Then you realise yeah. you're like, oh that's when he's talking about you, he said. Yeah. Would you? Th- <laughs> uh, yeah. How do you? Uh, yeah. th- to be honest, that was quite funny. I did laugh at the Jew jokes. Um, I didn't. I thought it was very uh, <laughs> anti-Semitic. Yeah. Well, that's why he's talking about it, isn't he? So. No, but I didn't think it, it was. Uh, it was ironic in any way <laughs> at all. No, now I'm just doing an impression of Ali Singer. Yeah. That's what he does. So. He's wicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right a, a good do an impression of someone without speaking a word go ah <laughs> oh, Woody Allen yeah nice one nice all right special slash visual effects but I didn't see any special effects in this no. but I did see visual effects somehow they ended up getting an actress in two places at once how did they do that in 1977 mm-hmm. do you want to know how it's a split screen, isn't it? They cut the film. Cut the film. Actually, physically you can see cut it. the film. Yeah, you, you can, can see, see it where they've cut it. This is when she's asleep and she... No, this is when ghost. they're talking to the pretentious actor. Oh, right. Yeah, it's what about been, the ghost scene as well, where um, she's having sex? Oh, like they've just finished. That'll be... And she's out of her that'll body. That'll be uh, picture on picture, which okay. again, you've got to put film over film. All so right, the, yeah, the yeah. physically, we're for the... So it's the like picture, a double exposure. Yeah, for the for the one where they stand next to each other, they have to actually cut the film okay. and, play it and stick them together. Obviously, film is stuck. That's how they used to edit it. But they used to cut it, obviously, the other way, so per frame. But this is cut halfway in the frame, which um, it works. Like, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Like, like if we need to do this now... Oh, take, is that the screen? Did you not laugh where the, the that old boyfriend was like, I want to, I want to, you know how I want to die? Yeah, and I mean, the part by the, wild I, my heart there was, was, funny is that? There was yeah. one bit where I smirked, and it was Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Something in about he's losing his mantra, and and, um, and I felt like that was Jeff Goldblum in 2017 transporting himself into 1977, getting on the set and taking the piss out of the film. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Um, Christopher <laughs> Christopher Walken was in this. Yeah, yeah, I saw and, that. Uh, yeah. I, I actually laughed at the bit where he's talking about um, the dream or something he has about driving the car. And then How funny was that? And, yeah, then, and then you just then in the car, to I, the, I, I did actually <laughs> laugh out loud at that one. So that was quite. Do you funny. know an interesting fact about that? Um, he's credited as Christopher Lincoln. 
Yes, because he name's wasn't wrong. he wasn't famous. Obviously, then it was one of his first songs, yeah. and they just got his right name wrong in the credits. Yeah, and I, I think it's still like that. And even yeah, it is. Cuts. It is um, on, on the faxes. Uh, his they, names went wrong. Yeah, so. they should really fix that. Hmm. Um, one of it, I suppose we're going to editing, but one of the thing I did like about it's not visual effects; it's more than editing. Is the conversation they do have on her balcony after they've played the tennis, and it the subtitles actually saying what they really mean? To what? Oh, that's so clever. That that is extremely clever. I mean, there's so many techniques like that, like all the time breaking the fourth wall, like the the, the films introduced with him just talking down the down the uh, lens. Mm, yep. Um, you've got that with the split. They've got the split screen where yeah. he's like, "Oh, we have we hardly ever have sex four times a week. Yeah. We have sex all the time yeah, four days a week." The, yeah, and, and the, the the subtitles, I think the they sub- worked really well. So. That one with the uh, cartoon Snow White pops yeah. in. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You've got that. You've got ghosts. You've got um, the split screen yeah, so going back and forth in time. The, There's so many clever techniques. That, the, like like we said, the, who's been who's been that clever now though with these types of films? Yeah, I no mean, one? I mean, with with the, like it says, the filmmaking techniques of this film are tremendous like you should watch it and analyze it just for that because there's some things that yes don't he's maybe he used too many in this i mean if you did all of this now people we would probably say mm, yeah too many things too many different things you have to concentrate on but for this i don't think like, it took you out of it though it was no, this kind of the style of the yeah it, it, it did help tell the story so um i thought that was good so editing yeah yeah cool we just talked about that anyway. Yeah, the pit. I thought that's what we were talking about. Uh, yeah, no, I think when we talking about visual effects. No, you moved on to editing. Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> not the editing of this. It's 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 done really it's, well. It's it's, it's it's fast paced without feeling fast. Yeah, yeah, it is. and like mm-hmm. says so the, the cuts all the fat out. Scenes overlap and they're all joined together. Yeah, um, I would like to see what the original version was like. So over two I hours. Know, I don't think I exist in the world. I think no, that's gone now. That's definitely gone. Yeah. So yeah. Right, um, sound design. Got anything sound design? Sounded good, didn't it? Sound I good. actually, I listened, I, I watched like 10 minutes, of, well, 10, 15 minutes on the plane until my internet stopped working. So I had my earphones in and the sound between the, the scenes is a bit jarring. Like, um, it does, mm-hmm. it's not great. I don't know if that was just the copy I was, because I was streaming it online yeah. rather than the DVD. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's not seamless. It kind of, you know, when you hear like static. Like a and pop. Then, like, and then it's of course on, you can yeah. tell like a completely different microphone was used. Right. Um, but again, I don't know if that was the version I was watching. Yeah. There's way I was watching it. I didn't notice anything. It just sounded like they needed a crossfade. Yeah. So I imagine. Yeah. If you if you're watching it with he- earphones, and you'll probably hear more than just watching it on a screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I um, didn't really notice anything in no. terms of sound design. Um, soundtrack. Again, didn't really notice anything. I mean, uh, I, uh, she sings really well. She does. She's in this. She's all right. I thought that was quite good. I yeah, quite it. good. Okay. She's not <laughs> exceptional. No? No. Well, she's not meant to be. No. All I right, mean, I think got it, that right then. I think it's kind of suited the the piece, so. I like, because Woody Allen always she's uses... She's no Adele. <laughs> always uses, like, all-time <laughs> jazz yep. in his films, and I really like that. He didn't use too much in this uh, jazz in this one for some weird reason, but his films always open with a nice jazz piece, and it just gives it that, like, kind of all-timey feel, classic America, classic mm-hmm. Hollywood, um, and I would, yeah, it would be nice to have more of that in here. Yeah. It was um, good. It was yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So, how, well, how did how would I do this differently? Yeah, you wouldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No. I just don't think you're a rom com guy, though. I am. I watched when Harry Met Sally. Like, That's like Harry Met Sally wouldn't two exist or three weeks ago. But I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not denying that. I just think it's a much better film. I think the character, the character Harry, is very similar, but he's also likable, and that's what's missing in this film. He's not likable, so there's no empathy. So I, I can't, I can't touch base with this character. So 
subconsciously I'm just not enjoying the film. Mm. So, so and at the end of the day, like you say, oh, it feels more like a piece of art, but it is a film, and films end up on TV, and you just watch them, and it is only two hours of your, of your day. Yeah. So if you were going to do this differently, would you keep the film, like we said, a lot of the filmmaking techniques are extremely good in this? And yeah. Would you, would you I would, keep those I would, and do a different I would, story? Or? I would direct it exactly the same. I would just cast someone else as the main character and make him a bit more likeable. Yeah. A bit more fun. Bit that's more, the only that's thing I would not, change. That's just not who he is, though. Like that. That's Woody Allen plays the same character in every single film, and he's always that character, that unlikable guy that makes quippy comments and yeah. Um, well, that's the same. I would do it differently to that. I wouldn't yeah. cast him. Who would you cast them? Oh, I don't know. Uh, so you, Luke Skywalker. So you've got. I would you, cast you, Rob. No, you got nine. Well, that's the same person. Then. So nineteen seventy-seven. <laughs> who would okay. you cast? Who's around in nineteen seventy-seven? Got Robert De Niro. No, I wouldn't cast him. You've got... Too wooden. You've got... Dustin uh, Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Ah, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, yeah. You've got Sylvester Stallone. Just starting Roggy Mind so no one knows about him. Mm. No, he's too strong. Sylvester Stallone was in Woody Allen's previous film before this. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in Bananas. And he... and <laughs> Bananas? This was the first, like, kind of semi-serious film that Woody Allen did. Before this, it was a pure slapstick. Like, just, just all, all our comedies... Um, and I think it was Bananas and Sylvester Sloan was like a mugger that mugged him on a train oh, get in he didn't have a speaking role but this was just before Rocky 1971 uh, Bananas oh, there you go yeah which is never heard I of I think it was Bananas I'm pretty sure it's yeah. Bananas See, yeah. if, if, if a lot of these films slapstick no before this before everything this, before okay. 77 was just all out slapstick okay and they are really funny I don't like slapstick I well I would sl- I would say slapstick very loosely but they okay. were just um yeah. How do you define slapstick? Like falling falling on banana peels and stuff. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I don't think it's like th- that's the definition, but kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like Marx Brothers type, um, old. Like a like a bit wacky and like yeah. things blow up in your face like, like and you penny, have like penny whistles. All right. <laughs> 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 yeah, and you've you've got um. What's that uh, set of ones they did in the UK, which everyone loves? Um, carry on uh, films. Not carry on films. The other, no, no. other. I'll I'll get back to you on that one. But it's where where the where there's a knight and he gets his legs chopped off and his arms oh, chopped Monty off. Monty Python. Monty Python. Don't like those. That's slapstick, is it? Yeah, it's yeah. closer in tone to Monty Python. His films before this. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Monty. I've Python. just never known what slapstick was really. Is it like standing on a rake and getting well, I've been hit used, by the handle? To be honest, I've been using that word, not knowing. I'm just a, kind of assuming what it means. Yeah. <laughs> so is slapstick just like a bit wacky? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. a bit, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Like things that were like, in terms of peril, they're very dangerous, but for some reason it doesn't actually... So is Home Alone? Is that slapstick? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Home Alone, so that's... That's probably why. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. I've been wondering that all these years. <laughs> um, I didn't know. Well, would you do anything differently? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just going to read out the definition. Comedy based on deliberately clumsy actions and humorously yeah. embarrassing, embarrassing events. Yeah, so it's so like, standing on rakes and yeah. slipping on banana yeah. peels. Yeah. Okay. Um, right, pain, so pain clumsy, clumsy action. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so differently, um, I think it would be very similar. I think it would cast someone else. I think it would make him a little bit more likable, but I think his outcome would be still very the same. Um because you know I don't think it's a you don't need him to change his way um it's all about her and the other people that he's been in a relationship realizing that he's a bit of a I'll say it again knob 
because um, he is in this. And if he plays the same characters and everything else, I imagine. Is he like this in real life? Do you, I know you don't know him, but... No, he's one of those kind of people that's re- reclusive. He never goes out. He never okay. goes to award shows. He's never in the press. Yeah. He just makes films and that's Just it. makes films. Just gets on with yeah. it. I like that. Well, <laughs> obviously, you know about his personal life in the 90s. Yeah, but didn't he got cleared of all that? Didn't no. He? Personal okay. life in the 90s? No, we can't get into it. Yeah, let's do this. Really? You know who else was a bit of a recluse? <laughs> Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Do you not know what happened to Woody Allen? No. What happened to Woody Allen? Are you, are you serious? Yeah, okay. I'm serious. So he, it's, it's really bad. He married, uh, I I can't, I don't know the ins and outs, but my understanding of it, he married Maria Farrow and and Maria Farrow had an adopted daughter mm-hmm. and then Woody Allen killed her, slept with the daughter and married her instead and kind of tore up the family. <laughs> 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 Just about the slapstick. All right, and there yeah. was like allegations of sexual abuse. Right, I was going. Like right, I was going to ask the next question. Okay, but I'm going to move on because. Um, so how would you do it <laughs> differently? <laughs> has it aged? <laughs> Which is um, right. Okay, has it aged in terms of the quality of the picture, quality of the image? Obviously, yes. It looks old. It looks seventies. Yeah, in I terms would, of its editing techniques. It's very, it's timeless. To be There's honest, a lot of things in it which even right now they wouldn't really get right. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the, like I said, the edit, and I think it's uh, well ahead of its time, and I think a lot of things could take. Um, I think if, if a film was edited in the very similar way now, it would be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Oh, wow, Oscar, did you check out the editing yeah, in this Oscar, film? Yeah, wow, this know, is so original. Yeah, and, I, it, and it's like, no, check out this film from 1977. So, uh, No, I, I, I think... It, yeah, it's quite fresh and modern feeling. I, I do think if this was remade shot for shot now, everyone would be raving about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's testament to the editing if and it was, the, kind like, of the, the style. Yeah, so if it was remade now, which it's very possible because they're remaking and everything. No, who they, would, won't, they want me to remake this. Who would you cast? Shia LaBeouf. No, it'll Robert be, Downey Jr. <laughs> is him because I think, you know what? Robert Downey Jr. is quick... This quick no, it'll be like Jesse Eisenberg or something, or it'll be no Robert Downey Jr. Who's Jesse Eisenberg? Um, um, Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg. He played Luther and with these long hair. Oh yeah. yeah, plays the same guy in everything. Yep, yep. No, he's too similar to Woody Allen. I don't, That's why I picked him. I don't. No, oh, no. But then again, I wouldn't cast someone who's like Woody Allen if they were going to do it now. Yeah. No. Well, don't Ro- make the film. I'm not. I'm, I'm not assigning you. Robert to Downey Jr. <laughs> Robert Downey I'm Jr. Sorry, I don't, don't want to make it. I'm not, I'm not saying I want to make it. It's, actually, it's on the questions on the, on the sheet, man. I, mean, I have to answer it for the podcast, Christian. God. Um, there's a film with Justin Gordon-Levitt in which I think I've mentioned on the podcast before. And this it's it's got very similar tones like to this. Irony Days of Summer? Uh, no, it's, it's a completely off-the-wall um, Brick. Jogan. Brick. No, no, keep talking and I'll find it. Um, um, the one where he's a porn star. He watches porn. Yeah, he watches porn all the time. And it's if you watch it, it is got very similar tones to this. And the editing, I suppose, is quite similar. So I can, obviously, it's originally written by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's kind of yeah. his, his story. And I reckon it's a lot of influences from this. It's actually worth a watch. We should watch that sometime because it's... What's it called? I watch porn. Um, I, I don't know what it's called. I will find it. But I think it's the case of... You'll, I will find it. It's, it's that would be a good. He is the opposite character to he to, that he plays in Five Hundred Days of Summer, which yeah, is yeah, ama- it, yeah, which yeah. is amazing. I've so. never seen that either. Well, it's I like that as well. I don't want you to watch it. <laughs> I like that. I, I like that film. So that's that's fine. Um, right. 
So trivia, fun facts, fun uh, food. Fun fact time. It's fun fact time. I only had the one about Christopher Morgan. Oh, that's and his good. Name. That made fun Thanks. fact just, time. Just, it's fun fact time. I just came up with that right there. Solid Keep concrete. <laughs> um, fun facts. I don't really have any fun facts other than it's quite interesting. His, his style of direction, like he's he has a very easy set life. He works nine to five. He likes to go home at five o'clock. <clears throat> he doesn't over direct. He kind of lets the actors like kind of um, read the script and kind of take it, the character in any direction they want. Um, and he doesn't do a lot of takes. You know, you say he makes a lot of movies, makes one a year. Yeah. Maybe the reason he ends up making a couple of good ones is it's because purely, if you yeah. roll the dice enough, exactly, you're going to exactly, get yeah. snake eyes, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So does that make him a good director or is it just, he's just, let he, he picks some people and it just so happens that the planets align and it makes a good film? That's true. No, I think it is about stars aligning, um, kind of right place, right time, right cast. Because yeah, you, you have someone like Christopher Nolan who makes one every five years and all of his films are very, very thought out thought-provoking have have their own sort of style to them they're, they're written very well yeah and they're like masterpiece of films of cinema i would say let me just check how many but films. if he made one every year that might not be so good yeah so woody allen's got about 700 films and no, literally no 50. he hasn't got he's about 50 all right um so he's about 50 i would say about i've seen them all i would say about 10 are good okay yeah See that to me. So he hasn't got a very good track record then. But but he's give him a break. He's making a film every year. Well, maybe you should he, think about his films shouldn't. a bit more. Makes I, bet, I bet some of your videos you put out every week aren't as good as other ones. But you, 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 That's you've true. got the same mentality as he does. You're just churning them out, and one of them will be good. I'm not saying that they're all good, mate. I'm just I, saying. I, I reckon. <laughs> so how many how many did you say that you did? I don't know. How many did you say you liked? <laughs> you did fifty. <laughs> I'm going to defend this. He did fifty films. Fifty films and you like ten? Yeah. We've done, done we've done hundred and sixty videos and you know what? The two I don't like we didn't put out. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So I reckon he I'm should sorry just... for saying that your videos aren't very good. I do yeah. like them. No, you didn't. You sort of yeah. baited no, no, it no, and then that, you pulled it back again. That's perfectly fine. Like but it's like I just <laughs> You just got a bit heated, Kristen. It's alright, but we will uh we will suck you again at some point. <laughs> um Yeah, so you might be right about that. Maybe it's not him. Maybe anyone, maybe any director who makes one film a year will eventually make a good film. Yeah, I would say that. But if he if he decided, I'm going to make one film every five years, but I'm going to put a little bit more thought into it and filter the things that I don't like, then maybe he would, he would make some, some better movies. Saying this, this is the only Woody, Woody Allen film I think I've ever seen. Yeah. So my opinion is... Uh, Null anyway. So sorry, okay. I said fi- I said fifty, but I've just googled it. Seven hundred. And, and Google says at least sixty-five. Oh, Google right. doesn't even know. Well, at least sixty-five. <laughs> it's about sixty-five. Yeah. I don't. We don't know. So <laughs> the film look gives you just as good facts as what Google things are. <laughs> no. I, I think so. Right, let's leave that last because I think that was. Well, good uh, one more quick thing. Okay. Diane Keaton was allowed to wear her own clothes, so oh, there was no cool. there was no um stylist. What do you call them? Set fashion. Couldn't afford one. No, I just think... I, he I heard a fun fact that she set the fashion for the next four or five years. Yeah, exactly. That. But that's why it's so interesting, like, because she just watched... She was supposed to be, like, a kooky Midwestern kind of um, 
country girl mm-hmm. that was didn't really know what cool was and stylish, so she's wearing like a tiny waistcoat. But that became like really, really cool. Yeah. I like that um, tiny little waistcoat. It is. Ah, it was just the top button. Yeah. But I think it's an interesting choice of the director. Anyway, that's that's cool. But maybe that was that was just lack of direction, though, wasn't it? Oh, uh, was just a look. Here's <laughs> a script. Do what you like. She could have came up in like a banana suit. But you, you and then it wouldn't you always, have been a good film. You always preach giving the casting crew as some um, um, with with costume creative role, input. You've still got to choose the costume to help you uh, tell the film look because you've got to complement. Well, your I'm assuming if she turned up in a like a, a paper bag, you were like, "All right, love." I don't a, know. A, no, you probably would have wanted to ask her for it. I <laughs> uh, probably would have. So he, he you're won, him. He won four bloody Oscars. Did he? He did. Did he? So right. This this <laughs> film was this film was edited. It was made by the editor. I'll go back. Uh, <laughs> right, so the way editor won an Oscar. She won an Oscar because she wasn't directed well, by him because he <laughs> gave her the script and she did what she liked. Uh, it didn't actually win Best Editing. Best so. Picture is a producing thing. Did he produce the film? He probably no, he did. didn't. He didn't uh, win he that didn't, one. No. No. Oh, we're there. Let's, let's get me a... Oh, here we go. He wrote, yeah. directed and starred in the film. I think he had a big yeah, input. Yeah, no, exactly. Selfish bastard. <laughs> right, he has won four Oscars altogether. <laughs> <laughs> and so, that was for one film. So no, um, so he won for how many? As he well? won right. He won best director and best screenplay uh, for Annie Hall, um, which the screen. I don't know. And then <laughs> Hannah and her sister won best writing and best screenplay again, and he won in two thousand and twelve for Midnight in Paris, which was best writing and original screenplay oh, right. again. So. All right, cool. Let's wrap this up. Yep. So, <laughs> right, that's the end of uh, watching Annie Hall. I was when Rich told me earlier today he didn't like it. I was like, this is going to be a good podcast. Um, right, what we're going to watch next week? I'm not something good. Right. So it's it's currently two weeks before I Christmas. I can't make eye contact with Christian because he's got like eyes of fire. Right. What's your favourite film? Let's watch that one. I'll shit all over that. We, we did we, we did watch it. It was on the first pre-release oh, like and you that. said it was yeah, great. It was good, yeah. yeah, right. So <laughs> we've got right, we've got two more Tuesday two more Thursdays before Christmas. Uh so we're gonna turn this these last two ones into Christmas specials. So we're gonna we do the traditional all around me. All around us. Yeah. yeah. Um we're gonna turn the, the these last two into Christmas specials and we're gonna do a tra- traditional traditional I'll try and say that Christmas film and then we're going to do one which is not so much traditional but bit we kind of like bit of a so new wacky slapstick Richard, even yeah Richard do you want to talk about your favourite Christmas film which we're going to watch next week It's a Wonderful Life yeah right might be a bit of a controversial opinion but I think we should watch it in black and white as well I didn't know there's a colour one I've only there is there's a colourised version okay. uh, I've got it on DVD if you get any sort of media of it uh, any physical copy you'll probably get the one that it's both black and white and in colour. Mm-hmm. I think we should watch I've, the original version yeah, yeah, that was yeah, intended. Yeah. Well, I've, I've got the VHS version. Have <laughs> you actually? Yeah, I do still. So I reckon uh, that'll be Sp- black and white. Whack the video player around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get, get that on. Yeah. The, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. Uh, so yeah, let's, let's watch the black and white. Let's be a bit pretentious and watch the black and white version. It's a wonderful <laughs> life. So if you want to watch the black and white version of A Wonderful Life and talk about it next yeah, week. you can't watch the colour one. If you watch the colour one, don't, don't do, even listen next don't week. Don't even click play on this podcast because Richard will find you and he will hunt you down. Wow. Um, so yes, it's A Wonderful Life. I've seen it. I, can't, I can kind of remember it, but let's, let's watch it. It's very depressing. You on the moon? Just say the word and I'll give you a word for that on it. So, yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a while. Really, this is just an excuse to watch it again. Yep. So we're going to watch that. So let us know if you want to watch it with us. 
in command <laughs> by Christian. This has just gone if off. If you the get wall. here before Christian, you can be on the podcast <laughs> yeah. and he can he can do one. Yeah, like this is. <laughs> if you still listen to this, we're going to do another round of trivia, and we're going to do a wacky one as well. So should we just? Well, which one are we going to watch? It's wacky. We're going to watch Love Actually after that. All oh, right, I thought we were going to watch National Lampoons, but yeah. No, no we'll watching. watch Love Actually, because I haven't yeah. seen Love Actually. I haven't seen Love Actually. All right, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Um, it's got everyone in it. Yeah, Every think, single of, think of a British actor. He's in it. Yeah. And she's in it. Yeah, pretty much. Right, so let's 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 move on. Trivia, round two. Okay, can I play the jingle again? No, because we'll run out of time. <laughs> There you go. Trivia. We're running out of time, Rob. No, let's do this. Trivia round two. Rob's winning 2 0. We are playing Terminator. And I'm speaking because Christian hasn't loaded it up yet. No, I have. Oh, sorry. How do you turn it on? You turn (laughs) it (laughs) on. Right. Here it is. That night I had a dream. I drifted off thinking about. Happiness, birth, and new life. Apocalypse now? No. But now I was haunted by a vision of... Terminator? was horrible. No, who's that? Who's that actor there? Come on, you do know. Play a bit more. Okay. A man with all the powers of hell at his command. He could turn the day into night. I'll give you a clue. And laid the waste to everything in his path. I'll give you a clue. There's about 90 of his face in this room. Conair. No. It's Nick Cage, though. Oh, well, it, it must be... Um... It was especially hard on little things. Well, it's not... It's face-off. It's not face-off. No, he was in more than two films. Yeah, but there's his best ones. <laughs> well, it's, you can it must be so quite an is, old one then. It's, um, I think it's 90s something, and it's um, a Coen Brothers film with Nick Cage in. Set in Arizona, I Are think. You, um, oh, I thought he was Googling that. Arizona. <laughs> I just said the answer. I haven't. I've said half of the answer. I don't know. Just tell us. You're not seeing it. It's Raising Arizona. No, I've not seen that. You haven't seen that? Coen Brothers. Uh, no, I'm not saying it. I'm a bit of a, you know, Corn Brothers, everyone's like, I like, I've a love, I hate their films. But. I've just realised two Corn Brothers films in, in this round. Yeah. Big Lebowski was the first. Yeah, I knew that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nicholas Cage no, as well. No round. <laughs> oh, we should, definitely should do Face Off for the podcast. Like, mm-hmm. I think we should do Terminator 2 before we do Face Off. Nah. You haven't seen Terminator 2? <sighs> Don't care. Face it's off. wicked. Face Off is wicked. Terminator 2 is much better than Face Off. Terminator 2 is much better than Face Off. I don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have Nicolas Cage in? No. no. It's not better than Face Off. <laughs> Imagine Nicolas Cage playing Terminator. Anyway, Christian, do the next... Um... Right, here's the next one. So where are you? Amy. You're in some motel room. You just you just wake up and you're in, in a motel room. There's the key. It feels like maybe it's just the first time you've been there, but... Perhaps. It's Kevin Spacey. It's not. been there for a week, three months. It's it's kind of hard to say. I don't is it know. Memento? It is Memento. It's just an anonymous room. Get it. I thought it was Kevin Spacey, and I was like, you can't play Kevin Spacey. Stuff well done, it. Memento. So that's like the I'm beginning of the film where he wakes up and it's kind and of, there's a, bit a, key? of a bit of exposition about, oh, I can't remember where I am. Yeah. Where am I? There's a key? Cool. Why can't I remember what the key is? Kind of thing, you know? Cool. Three, two, one. 
two one. We'll come back in about five minutes with the not, last round. Not even five minutes because we don't have any questions. So we don't have any questions for the Q and A. No one sent anything in. To be fair, G-G. we didn't put anything <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, so we're just going to talk about what we're currently working on. So right, Rob, cool. do you want to start off with uh, maybe something you've been editing? Yeah, so currently I'm working on four or five different videos. I can't really keep up with what we're working on. So we've just finished Talk our... Sh- season four, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we've, we've just finished our short film Backstage, which is coming out on the 17th, uh, which is about two wrestlers in the backstage of just before they go out and to wrestle. And it's the conflict about one of them doesn't want to go outside. You'll you'll see it on the 17th when it comes out. But what, 16th, 16th, we've 16th, changed sorry. the date now. Um, Why? Because we needed a story in a can on the 17th. Yeah, so okay. we've, we've changed it around. So what we're doing is for that film, we're breaking it down into kind of about 19 episodes about how we made it. So I'm currently working on the reason we chose the certain costumes, the reason we, the set dressing we did, how the film was, how we lit the film, how we scouted the film and I'm also working on an episode about the Sony A7S all at the same time. So those episodes are going to be coming out in January, February next year. Some of them, some of them this year as well. Uh, Rich is currently working on writing episodes about how we come up with the film. Um, yeah, so I've just finished doing one on the wicked new computer we got sent by MSI. Yeah, so that's so, coming out too. Um, uh, it's pretty good. It's yeah. coming out this Sunday. We've got like a Tuesday episode coming out on a Sunday this week, which is which is a strange one. Mental. Um, yeah. so new yeah. monitor review coming out next Tuesday as well. Uh, and I'm doing some writing episodes. And one of them is about storytelling 101. So it's the most simple form of storytelling. And it's an analogy about baking a cake. Yeah. So that is. should be interesting. We've got some flour, I'll some a good sugar. A, I love a good analogy. Yeah, you'll love this one then. Um... So, yeah, we're working on all those for next year so we can get ahead of ourselves. So by the end of the year, we should be around about 10, 12, 15 episodes, depending on how many. Yeah, there's loads of episodes. It's funny because uh, I was editing the season four advert. It's only 20 seconds long. It's just, oh, season four is finally here. We're going to be doing this, this, this and this. And the last time we did one of them was obviously season three with Keep the Change. Uh, So I had to look back to see how it was edited. And at the start of that video, it goes... We got 100 subscribers the other day. Oh, Thank nice. you all for watching the channel. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, really cool. So the next time we make a, a season, we've got like almost 9,000. Yeah. So, which is pressure's on. You know, when yeah. I get to 10, 10 by the end of the year. We're hoping so. Um, we're close. We're getting there. Um, I don't think we'll make it unless like we'll get like a big boosty share or something. Yeah, or some, some people really like the film, you know, and someone shares it. But it's, yeah. I think this year we've done pretty well and that's what also we've been doing kind of. We've been working on those videos, but it's also planning for next year on the channel. So it's just what we want to make, you know. Yeah, we're going to do another sort of channel update. We're going to do our plans for 2018. We're yeah. going to review what we did at the start of this year and then work out what we did and we didn't do mm-hmm. basically criticize ourselves and then, and then talk then, about the future. Then set plans because we've got big plans for the channel. We want to be constantly doing it to help us make short films and to get to know more people and help more people. So Hey, we started a podcast this year. Yeah, we did. How um, good is that? This is currently the podcast, if you listen to it. Uh, it is. Well, you never know. They might think, oh, they've got a po- another podcast. <laughs> uh, we've actually thought, we've actually got three ideas for three other podcasts, which you never know might happen. Um, for various different things so yeah we just planned for the new year because it's exciting I'm really excited for the film to go out me too I'm not nervous for it to go out I'm more excited which is a bit of a change So cool. yeah what about you Christian let's talk about what you've been doing because well, people big... don't know about you me <laughs> no, and Rob talk it. about ourselves all the time on the channel I mean, and on the narciss- podcast narcissistic 
don't know why I said that. So, it's because we sacked it. You. You're getting your revenge. I feel like I've been quite sassy this week. Yeah, you have like, been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch yourself, mate. Uh, we've got some applicants for your seat. So. Um, <clears throat> what have I been doing? Right, so tomorrow's a big day for me. If you're in the UK, tune in to The One Show and you can see my pretty face. What channel's that on? On BBC One. Yep. Seven o'clock. Was that a joke? No, no. Just for people. All right, because it's the one show. So yeah, for the past two years, I've been um, Sunland, where we live and work. Well, Richard lives in Newcastle, but he he works in Sunland. Is bidding to be UK City of Culture, and I've been managing the campaign for the past two years. And we find out tomorrow if I've wasted the past two years of my life or not. Don't say um, that, Christian. <laughs> You've done a lot of things in these past two years, so your CV that's, looks better that's than That's almost ours. how we met. Yeah, no, it is yeah, how we of course, met. it is our Pretty own, much, yeah. We yeah. hired you guys to do some videos for us, so it was, yeah, that's how we met. That's why we keep <laughs> you around. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. We're only doing the podcast, so if they do win City of Culture, we can get some, uh, get some projects. <laughs> <laughs> We're not forward. But it's a it's a quite a huge deal for the city. It'll bring in like hundreds of millions of pounds. So yeah. it's quite a, a, I'm but, feeling quite stressed at the minute. No, I think it's um, it's a pretty huge deal for you, Christian, because I think you have done you have done a, a lot of work on this. So I yeah. mean, whatever I think, whatever happens, the team that works with you has done an amazing job, and it's getting people talking about why these things are important. So and with one day left, what can what can our international audience do to help Sunderland? win the bid well the only well social media is being a big part of this campaign so you can have a look at Sunland 2021 on social do media wanna, do you want to plug your own social yeah we're, we're, we're trying to get the, the, one the more. film look I mean, army <laughs> coming in to give you one last go on Jared one you, last know time. you know Jared <laughs> Max so you're just, Nate you can plug your own Twitter if you want oh, unless I? you don't can want to really yeah of course you can this yeah. one time but you're not so doing you're it fine. next week because you're going to have to sponsor the episode if you do that because we're opening up a, a vacant sponsor slot. Oh, yeah. So someone can someone can fill it in. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, you can find me on Twitter at Christian Foreman. <laughs> with a K. I was trending yesterday. Did you see? I was trending nationally, yeah, not me. Were, but someone yeah. was trending for three, six and a half hours. That's pretty nice. Good. I did that. That was me. That's Get in. Cool. I'm like the puppet master of the city. Yeah. Anyway. Only, I think if you were trending nationally, it's because you probably killed someone. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. Should, should we, um... So, yeah, watch me on... Not, I'm, I'm worried that I might cry in front of the whole nation tomorrow if we lose or win. I hope you do. So, <laughs> tune in I, to So, my, if anyone tunes in, how, how, would the, how can they spot you? That's the guy that's cut out the top <laughs> of the frame. <laughs> <laughs> you can only see up to his nipples. Uh, Christian is the tall one in the background. <laughs> he looks like a column. <laughs> What colour is your shirt you wearing? Oh, well, I bought a new one yesterday yeah. for the telly. And um, and then I just got an email this morning saying it's an outside broadcast. So uh, it looks like I'm going to have to wear a coat, uh, which is annoying. Gooded. I'm well gooded. All right, so if you have a question to ask, shoot us a tweet on Twitter at yeah. the film. Look, we Obviously, we didn't get any this week. So if you want to improve the quality of the podcast, you can ask a question and we'll answer it. Otherwise, we'll do these random... <laughs> Random I mean, if, if you just want to tell us to change the podcast completely and for us to just yeah. talk about whatever oh, if, you want. If anyone really liked the fact that Christian wasn't here last week and think <laughs> that he's the detriment of the podcast, you know, speak up as well. Yeah, well, he can't, he's, he's not because we've got one more round to play of the trivia. <laughs> so triv- Christian, play the trivia. Um, Was it? T- it's 2-1. Two, two yeah, it's 2-1 and we're playing. <laughs> It's very loud this week, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Go. Cool. 
<laughs> no one can hear this. I'm going to speed it up. Trivia. Do you like that one? No. <laughs> it was too loud. Did you normalise that when you put it out in GarageBand? No, it's still on GarageBand. No, I'm oh, playing right it through GarageBand. Useless, aren't they? That's why I got the sack. Right. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one, which is this one. It's a short one, so pay attention. Ah, oh, another advert. <laughs> what advert's this? Amazon. It's Gram Grammarly, whatever that is. That is Grammarly. Right, you ready? Yep. Inside a snowflake, like the one on your sleeve, there happened a story you must see to believe. What was that? It's a thingy, but I can't remember the thingy. Film. I thought this was going to be too easy, this one. Can you play it one more time? I can play it one more time. Inside a snowflake, like the one on your sleeve, there happened a story you must see to believe. James and the Giant Peach. It's not. not. What story happens inside of a snowflake? What? Oh, I don't know. Some Woody Allen film. <laughs> Frozen? No. Go on, what is this? It's The Grinch. Oh, I don't like oh, the I Grinch. I don't like The Grinch. Oh, you don't like anything. You're such the a Grinch negative is, Nancy. The Grinch week. is a naff film. You just you hate everything. My dad fell oh, asleep I hate the Big in the Lebowski. Cinema. I hate The Grinch. I hate Annie Hall. What do you like? Not The Grinch. Definitely Grinch not 2001 A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Blimey. All right. That was don't a get us started on Elf. That was a waste of time. Right, next one. Elf was the first film I right, saw in the attention. cinema without Here's my parents. One. Pay attention. That old saying, how you always heard the one you love. Fight Club. Well, it works both ways. <gasps> Man. We have front row seats for this theatre of mass destruction. That was Fight Club, yeah. You've mentioned two films that we need to watch for to get ready for our next short film we want to make. So we're going we're gonna to watch Memento and Fight Club because it's a bit trippy. They are a bit trippy. Trippy. So. Um, they're both. Oh, no, not both. What? Who did Fight Club? Oh, it was Fincher, wasn't it? Fincher, yes. And then Nolan did Memento. Memento, yep. They're remaking Memento. Are they? Yeah, next Why? year it's coming out. Don't know. I don't think, I think it's they're, that they're good. They're making it in order this time. <laughs> yeah, it's that good. People, the, no one's seen it and they're like, well, let's just remake it again because no one will know this is a remake and it's just like, uh, Who's going to make it? I don't know, some studios picked it up, so. All right. The Rock will be in it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be wicked. <laughs> I bet Nolan will be raking in money for that. Probably, yeah. yeah. He doesn't need it. He's, it's probably not his original property, so. All right, that was, right, the, so end of, Rob wins. That was the end of Terminator, and uh, Rob has won. 3-1. So one more, and I get a burger. So it's 4-3. Four, Overall, 4-3. Four, four, so you need to win next week, Richard. Okay. Or you are... One burger down. One burger we down. We also do birthday burgers. We've also got a free burger to claim. <laughs> so we should this do is a staff night out as well. Burger time. Well, you can come out for me birthday. We're going to do it actually after the podcast. Yeah, because right. it's on the podcast day. Speaking of, we could probably ask this off the podcast, but you're coming to the party on Friday. Yes, we are. <laughs> Good. <laughs> My God. We, we've been uh, <laughs> right, relaxed um, this week, haven't yeah, we? This podcast has been ended been way, way, way too long. So, um, <laughs> With Christian Foreman. Yeah. So next week, if you can you... find me on Twitter, Christian <laughs> <laughs> Foreman. Go on, let right up. Yeah, go and send them some abuse, everyone, please. So, right. I'm going to get a poll going on Twitter. Keep Christian. 
Question mark. Yes, I know. I'm going to do that now, actually. Yeah. <laughs> right, so I'm going to end the podcast while you do that. Um, so, yeah, if you want to send us some questions and um, so we can answer them because we had none this week, um, please do that. And if you want to watch, what watch next week? Uh, it's, a it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life since it is coming up to Christmas. Um, you can kind of carry on with the conversation that we are going to talk about next week and see how it did achieve see if it did achieve the the, the film look so as always thanks for listening to this week's podcast they're not all, all like this they're normally a little bit better are you actually tweeting that yeah it's out now so well, if everyone if, everyone's if gonna wants put to go, though, they? if anyone wants to go on twitter um i've just put out should we keep christian on the pod yes or no and we'll decide after that. What you cool. don't realise is I manage about 12 Twitter accounts, so I'm just going to say yes. Oh, yeah. I think you manage ours as well, Christian. <laughs> um, so remember, try and achieve the film look one shot at a time. And until next time, goodbye. See, See ya. ya.